Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is a Sergeant First Class in the United States Army, Mr. Ricky Kennedy. Thank you for joining me. What up? What's Can up? I get a yes, sir? Don't y'all be professional, James. Come on, man. Come on. First of all, how we roll. <laughs> first of all, Sarge. <laughs> a yes, sir, would be for officers. Now, no, <laughs> and no, I didn't have the best military career. Yes, I was eight up, but I wasn't that damn eight up. Well, I know not to address the damn sergeant with a yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, man, you say, man, you putting my business out there talking about sergeant first class, man. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, man. look, you, you, look, you a high speed one, though. I am not a high speed. <laughs> <laughs> I am far from high speed, brother. <laughs> I mean, you only been in what, like, what? Uh, but you got that joint, like, in what, a couple years? It wasn't, you didn't have it. You got it pretty quick for your field. Yeah, I think I got it. I think my 10th, 11th year I made the list, but I didn't get pinned on until my 12th or 13th year or something like that. It'll be 15 years though next month. Yeah, that's that's high speed there, soldier. No, it's not. I know, it's I know. Horrible. No. I hung out with them Juliets. I know how long it takes them to make rain. You sure did hang out with us. <laughs> you, sure, you sure did see our craziness at one point. What's been going on, man? You know, man, just um, living living my life, man. Living my best life, you know. Getting ready to head up out of Georgia, finally, in the armpit of Georgia, Columbus. Um, and headed to Hawaii, my brother, man. You know, it's finally time for a change. Um and, you know, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for this this new journey, man. What, why are you so excited about Hawaii? Because from what I hear, in the military could be kind of boring. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure. I want to make sure that I heard that correctly. Like, look, and who is they? Look, that's what I heard. <laughs> who is they? James, let me tell you something. Just some, just some randoms. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And, and if you know anything about me, which you know a lot about me, especially working over there in um, good old D.C., where we first met, um, Hawaii is a gift that has been given to me finally that the Army, and if not God, has ha- this, this is given to me, man. I've been asking for Hawaii my whole entire career. I am a 70-degree year-round guy, 70 degrees and up. I hate the snow. I hate the winter. And I need to be around crashing winds and water and waking up just going throwing some shorts and going to the beach. I can't wait, man. Now, granted, there have been people that catch island fever because they can't leave the island and oh, I can't go down the street to a city or blah, 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 blah. Fuck all that. Nah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to talk to you about a year or so to see if you okay. still yeah. in love. And you know what? I'm like, yeah, I'm perfectly <laughs> fine, man. You want to you come on down? Catch a flight, brother. How long is the flight? Uh, eight hours. That's it? You sure? Let me double check. But last time I checked, it was like eight, nine hours. Hmm. Yep. yep. At least from me. Way. Well, you ain't that far from me. Uh, maybe, maybe not, you know. You in, I mean, you're in Georgia, so it's not. I mean, I'm in, I'm in Maryland. You in Georgia? That's like, oh, a, she, you're right? Yeah, thirteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't count that inland travel. I don't count that. We mean you don't count it. I don't count that, man. That really isn't flight time for me. 
because you know i travel so much so much so it's like i don't know it just doesn't count for me i don't know it's weird so wait a minute so is the so it's not the flight that's 13 hours you talk you you count the whole trip yeah the entire trip because you'll fly to either la or um washington state and then those are the only two places that i believe that you can fly out from the coastline and um then you fly to hawaii ah okay okay yeah 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 yeah, that's yeah. right. So you got to fly west. Man, yeah, because you're talking about you don't count it. You better count it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Were you a time traveler now? You don't. I am a time traveler. <laughs> I am a time traveler, James. You're talking about, oh, I'm not <laughs> counting way, that. Man, the way that I have been ever since my divorce, bro, ever since that, man, and then actually just find this, spending that time alone and actually figuring out what really matters, which is this, my kids in time man in my relationship with god of course but in time man like people people nowadays take time for advantage it is is this unbelievable man like we are not cherishing the moments like we should um in my opinion and things like we've had on conversations when i called you is like hey my bad i want to feel some type of way by saying just calling and checking on you and stuff like that that, like there's nothing wrong with that we're checking on your brother or checking on somebody like we don't even do that man but then who's to say that next thing you know they gone yeah. and, you never, and you might not never have a chance to say either hey man i hope everything's good with you hey i love you like a brother or anything you ever got to say yeah it's gone you never gonna you know have that crazy chance. you know what's crazy <clears throat> the all those i ain't gonna lie those military trainers that i used to hate being a government employee Mm -hmm. the suicide training but the more i used to take it and then as things started happening i got old i was like you know what this training actually is useful like we have we do have to start at least calling people and because you never know what that one phone call could do for somebody so i definitely agree with you on that yeah and then again i don't know if you've heard well i mean we've already established that you have heard some of my podcast plus world if you're listening right now shout out to james lamb he's the one who got me in the podcast he's the godfather you know shout out to him he's the one who told me just press record and start talking so i appreciate you on that one my brother um but that's one thing i've always talked about on my podcast bro is that mental health man like mental health is really big especially now uh, um that covid is still around and lingering um and this just generation of kids man like we're at a the highest suicide rate more than ever um and i blame technology and people are not willing to just do that human contact anymore of just checking on people talking to people and actually finding out if they're really okay and kids need that man kids yeah. nowadays need that i'm not even gonna say kids people in general need that yeah <laughs> you, you think that's one of the toughest things about covid just the lack of human interaction yeah Absolutely. Um, and then not only that, media doesn't make it any better. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely COVID messed that up a lot. But we're I'm gonna have to learn how to deal with it though. I'm gonna back up because you you mentioned um unfortunately you went through a divorce. Um I don't say unfortunately. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> I mean well, well, for look. In, in, in my world, I'm gonna say unfortunate. You take it how you want. Mm -hmm. But how was it? How was it dealing with that? Because I mean, that's a lot, man. You got kids, and yeah. that's a big change for you. So, how have you been adjusting to that? Wonderfully. Um, 
This wasn't the answer I was looking for, Ricky. I was looking for, I was looking for a sad, sappy answer. You were looking for one of those cliffhangers that your audience can be like, (laughs) dang, that's crazy. I never want to get a divorce. I'm here to tell you, I'm not that guy. So go ahead and put that on your preview when you post it. Damn heathen. (laughs) But so let me back up. So I will say that I don't recommend divorce if you can work it out. Like, um, and that's one of my biggest um, failures, I would say, that I have um, in my 34 years of this existence on this planet is I couldn't figure it out. Um, But sometimes you got to look back and say, all right, is it your job to figure it out? Maybe it's God's plan for you to not even be in that situation anymore. Um, And then also, once I started figuring out that it was really, truly affecting my kids after talking to them and, you know, just seeing how they were reacting to certain stuff that was going on, I had to make a change. I had to do that for not only them, but for my mental health as well, because if I ain't right, they ain't going to be right. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we weren't growing. We weren't growing together. We were just separating um, very, very quickly. Um, we weren't on the same page on a lot of things. And I just had to, I, I had to go ahead and pull that trigger and I filed for divorce, man. But I, I will say that ever since then, because we were separated and then when the divorce was finally finalized, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. I'm not going to sit up here and lie because you, I, I tell people this, the only time that I ever felt like I lost somebody was myself. I wasn't that same Ricky that you saw back in DC that was always, well, I, I, I'm always smiling, but you know, this that genuine happiness, man. It was more of a front uh, when I was married. Um, and a lot of things that were posted on social media, which I'm pretty sure most people do nowadays, was pretty much just the mask of all the problems that were going on in our marriage. Um, right. But once that was all done, bro, <clears throat> people, even people <laughs> at work, man, because it all happened while I was here at Fort Bend, they're like, bro, you are just lit up. You're glowing like you're pregnant. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I found myself, man. I went through this period of separation because um, I established my relationship back with God again. Found me a good church um, just in his in, in the Bible and the word. And, you know, just just finding myself. And once I figured that out, man, it was I was really dangerous. I'm, I'm dangerous. <laughs> I'm dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. So. I think divorce isn't for everybody, but I still don't think you should stay in a situation to where nothing, nothing is improving. Nothing's improving. I mean, do the things you need to do to make sure you exhausted all avenues, do the counseling, do the therapy, talk to your spouse, do all that other stuff like that. But if nothing's changing and that person refuses to change, then that's to me, that's a sign of disrespect. Yeah. Like they, they don't respect you at that point. So that's just what I had to do. <clears throat> was it was there any time during the process you were actually scared about going through with it completely? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the, so for the first, the process is, is nerve wracking, especially during the COVID. Because <clears throat> I filed during COVID. Um, which is weird because my lawyer is like, there's, there's millions of people. Well, I'm not going to say weird because you're stuck at home with your spouse. So maybe <laughs> people were forced to see <laughs> Because she was like, this is the most cases I've ever had. I'm like, "Ah." but anyways, the process was horrible, man, because for one, 
you know, I did have those second thoughts of, is this something I should be doing? Maybe I should just stay for the kids and blah, 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 blah. But <clears throat> it made it easier for me every time I would go back home because every time I went back home, it was like World War Three. So that next following day, I'll meet with my lawyer and then we'll just go through the process. But for me, it was just more of the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen. Um, because let's keep it real. The what's the word I'm looking here for? The, the legal process and, and, and for men isn't really leveled as it should be. I would say it's getting better when it comes to custody and divorce and stuff like that. I would say it's getting better because, I mean, I turned out pretty OK, pretty, pretty good. <clears throat> but I would say for the most part, there's still some states who will favor the the woman, you know, nine times well i'm not gonna say nine times out of ten anymore but you know you know what i'm saying right yeah it's in more in more cases they favor the woman yeah but you know that was the only thing i was really scared about but man once i really started talking to my lawyer because again i I tell a lot of people this for some reason they think i'm an expert because i got a divorce but (laughs) (laughs) but some people tell i was like man happiness didn't have a price for me um so i went i got the best lawyer in alabama a took a loan out and I'm like, Hey, it, whatever we need to do to get this right. Cause for me, it was all about being fair. It wasn't trying to be malicious or um, try to get her back for certain things and stuff like that. I just wanted everything to be fair. Um, and then that's basically what happened. Cause I walked out of there with joint custody and a lot of people look at me crazy because I'm still paying child support, but I knew that, me doing that that would probably be the icing on the cake for her to sign the actual papers because we didn't go to a courtroom we we handled everything in mediation which mm-hmm. was nerve-wracking as well but i feel like i'm talking too much no you good but i will <laughs> ask this though what is because you you mentioned you're getting ready to go to hawaii so what does joint custody look like don't do that again james i did not know so i i, I didn't know i was going to go come back on the the manning cycle is what we call in the the uh, army as far as getting ready to leave because i had intentions especially with covid and this new pcs and promotion system that's going on in the army i thought i was going to be here for at least another year or two well another two or three years um so i think that's why i really fought for joint custody and other reasons as well but now back in custody i had I had to hire my lawyer literally like six months probably i don't even think that like four or five months right after the divorce was settled so it's like oh my goodness so now we're going through it again with this whole custody battle and right now i'm i'm looking to get full custody wow so, yeah and there's a lot of reasons well of course i won't talk about because i'm bound by legal obligations but what I will say is that there's reasons why I'm going for full custody that me and you have already talked about. But the minimum, the minimum of getting custody of my son, because ultimately I just want that to just be a sign that or should I say a statement as far as, hey, I'm not going to be one of these dudes who are just not going to be willing to pop smoke and be like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'm going to Hawaii anyway. I don't care about the kids. You can have them, blah, blah, blah. No, I want that responsibility. I've had that responsibility. I have it now. It's easy for me. It's easy for me being a single parent. Uh, and I'm not saying this 
the same way for everybody. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I did it for lack of better words when I was married. I did, <laughs> I did it. I'm doing it now. Um, and I and me and my son vibe, I would say. I think it's more most of in his best interest to be with me because of the way we vibe. Yeah. How how tough does the military make a divorce? Because you have to move, you have to move around. And, and now, like you said, you're going to Hawaii. So have you ever thought about like, man, if I wasn't in the military, this process probably would be a little smoother. I don't agree. So I I will say that if I wasn't in the military, it probably wouldn't be smoother because the military shows you that you're stable for the most part. Mm-hmm. That you like, I think on the outside looking in, a lot of people feel like, hey, because of the military, there's a you can deploy, go to war, and blah, 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 blah. No, actually, it shows um the courts that you're stable, um, that you have some tor- some type of discipline instilled in you, at least they will hope, um, and that you have to have a steady income. Is is that bad no i mean well kind of yeah but i mean you have something already established versus somebody who doesn't have a job or is relying on other certain types of income and vice versa if that makes sense mm-hmm. and and the military kind of made it easy from a parenting standpoint because i mean it helps that i'm a sergeant first class but i mean it's not the army of the old man like a lot of the stuff that the army's doing is geared towards helping single parents, um, helping families. Um, and it's the people first initiative, man. So it's like that whole, oh, you're going to work this night shift and there's nothing you can do about it. You're going to be able, you need to find childcare and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that does happen, but it's very, it's a small sample. It's a small sample that that happens. Okay. So, so the army has gotten better with, um, being more, more flexible with childcare and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'll give you a perfect example. My kids are out this entire Christmas break. I'm here with them. Wow. No daycare, no nothing. Cause I told, I told my boss, I was like, Hey, um, I need to go to uh, MWR to see if they got something, you know, as far as, um, you know, childcare and blah, 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 during the Christmas break or whatever that, that. And he looked me dead in my face. He was like, uh, no, you're not. You're going to go spend time with your kids and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I wanted to do that, but I didn't want to ask. Cause you know, I'm used to the leadership in the army, the old, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, man. He was like, no, he's like, man, take care. Go spend time with your kids, man. Cause you about to leave. He was like, go spend time with your kids. We don't need you here. If we need you, we'll hit you up. It's not that big of a deal, blah, 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 blah. And that just hasn't happened to me. That's happened to a lot of soldiers I know. A lot. <clears throat> so how do you think that helps the morale of soldiers knowing that your chain of command is behind you? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a very good question, James. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got me. Because that's a, that's a touchy subject for me. Um, I think it, it helps tremendously but it doesn't attack the true problem that we're having in the army. So if we can go, we can do a deep dive in that if you want to. But what I will say, I was like, it, it helps. It helps a little bit, okay. but it doesn't help out a true problem that I feel like is going on in the, in, in the army from a leadership standpoint. Okay. Let's stay on the army a little bit, but I want to talk about more um, education because you've done a really good job personally of like going to school and getting your degree and things like that. 
so how important would you say it is to why you're in to maximize your education? James, what are tough questions at man? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the tough questions at, brother? <laughs> like, hey, who you dating now? That's a tough question for me because it could be one, it could be a lot. Look, my you know, look, you, this, this 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 conversation with that, not uh, not Wendy Williams, man. <laughs> nah, but <laughs> nah, but yeah. So, answer that question again. Well, you talking about my education? <laughs> yeah, I was saying, how's that? Because you because you've used this time, you've used your time wisely. Because I remember you being in DC and going to Ooh, school. So I want to know, why you making that face? <laughs> you remember in DC? That could be bad. Oh, you know what? I take that back. I think you started after you left because you was, yeah, you. Was, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was doing. <laughs> so, well, let me talk to the the Ricky who matured and started going to class <laughs> after I got married and I went to recruiting duty. You know that. that <laughs> but now, nah, how did that help your career? Like, how did that help your career? You progress as a leader. Uh, it helped a lot because it made me realize that during that process of going to school, um, what hit me is that when I went to recruiting duty, there's a sergeant major, and he was like, "Oh, you're a great recruiter," and blah, blah, blah. and I didn't start school at that point. Um, and then he was so excited because he was like, "Oh my gosh, like, hey, I need y'all to come to my graduation. I'm graduating college, and this, that, and third, and blah, blah, blah." And mind you, he was in I think 31, 32 years, and I was like, "Oh snap!" So we thinking like. Oh man, this dude probably got a PhD, a master's, or something like that, right? This joker said, love him to death. But <laughs> this joker said, Yeah, man, I'm getting my associate's degree in um uh applied science or something like that. And then me and my bad boy look like associate's degree. <laughs> now, mind you, I don't knock the I don't knock anybody getting a degree. A degree is degree. Right. Nah, fam, you 32 years in active duty, sergeant major on recruiting duty. And you just not getting your associate's degree? What were you doing with your time? Ask me what he did when he got out. The, uh, when he got out, James. <laughs> and I've said this before plenty of times on my social media. What he do? <laughs> Ask me what he does currently. Well, I don't know if he does it now. He started doing a part-time job at GameStop. Sounds like my kind of guy. GameStop, James. <laughs> so right there, because I saw him going to pick up Call of Duty one night. <laughs> I was like, Sarmage, I was like, Sarmage, what the heck are you doing here? He was like, yeah, man, it's my part-time job. You know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. And after that, I was like, I don't want to be that guy. So that was really a spark that motivated me to be like, no, I'm about to go for my bachelor's degree and just go hard, man, because after the army, I don't want to be working at no freaking game. So I'm, granted, I've joked around like that or whatever, but... <laughs> I want to do something that's going to give me some money and I can just live comfortably. <clears throat> like I want to give you a like discount. That. You said what? Did he give you a discount? Yes, I did get a discount. But... <laughs> <laughs> but now he's probably going to get fired if he still works there because I'm not supposed to get a discount. But <laughs> Oh, you should have said no then. <laughs> Man, who cares? He should have enough money. He should. Yeah, I'll, but I'll, yeah so that... I think that GameStop job won't stop his rent from coming in. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that kind of really just motivated me to get my degree, man, because it's like I don't want to be working on no freaking GameStop. And plus, I want to do something that I can get a degree in that's going to get me money and something that I enjoy doing now. So I end up getting my business degree and now I'm about to finish up my master's degree 
and human service counseling. Um, and that's something that I do every day, which is just talking to people, talking to people and helping out with their problems. And I'm like, might as well get paid for it when I get out, but at least on my own time. Now, how long you been there? It's like, what, 15 years? I can't, I can't remember how long you've been there. Yeah, 15 in January. Okay. So have you have you already started planning for your uh, post-military career? Yes, James. Yes, you're asking all the right questions, man. <laughs> Only thing we're missing is some hot wings, you know what I'm saying? On hot ones. <laughs> it's a little too late for that guy. <laughs> but yeah, man. So the plan is... <sighs> You're going to laugh. You're going to be like, yep, that sounds like a Ricky answer. So the plan is to move to Miami, my mans. You know, South Beach. Um, <laughs> and do what? Oh, my God. Do what? <laughs> Listen, man, the plan is to move to South Beach and just relax. Man, you know my favorite word? Relax. Just, <laughs> just getting me a nice little condo. Um do my little counseling thing. You know, I should have about maybe, I don't know, you know, I'm getting my VA check coming in, my retirement check coming in. And plus, you know, I'm starting a couple of businesses right now too. So, I mean, I just love Miami, man. Why? What you mean, why? Why? Well, you already know what my weakness is. So yeah. that's number one. Yeah. You know, I love Hispanic women. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, check, <laughs> check. Uh, I just love the food in Miami, man. Um, check the beach, and not only that, the city life, man. I it's something about that city, man. It's something about Miami and New York. It's something about those seas right there. When I'm just walking through, it's like I'm untouchable, my brother. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to Miami yet, so <gasps> it's it's best you don't go. <clears throat> Oh no, nah, man! Listen, okay. I get what you say. Why I know. What I want to know why you think I shouldn't go. Because of the women. Yeah, and this is why I say not because of you, but the women over there are aggressive, bro. Like they don't care. Like you probably have to literally knock her out with your fist, all your force. That's fine. I'm comfortable. With I would say that's one of the reasons, man. It's because, oh man. Nah, I know some. I know some beautiful women there, but man, some? listen, listen. So generous. Some. We got listen. Every, everybody ain't betting a thousand now. Let's not. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> okay, which city you go to? Everybody ain't a ten. So let's calm down. In your words, let's relax, Ricky. Let's relax with the everybody's a ten. Okay. But I, but I'm see you. You know me, man. I'm I'm getting older. Yeah, my life is settled. Yeah, man. I'm not throwing my life away for some young Latina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and mm-hmm. I ain't hating on that. Hey, more power to you. Hey, when I'm over there in Hawaii, I mean not Hawaii. See, look at me. When I'm when I'm over there in Miami, you're, you're more than welcome to visit. Um. Hey, I'll I just can't be visit. held. 
reliable, uh, liable for anything that happens. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, listen, hey, look, ain't nothing gonna happen. <laughs> we go there, go to a couple I know, clubs. I'm just messing with you. No disrespect, no disrespect to your wife, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm look, joking. She all, look, she all right I'm now. Joking. I'm joking, Letitia. I'm hey, joking. Look, she, look, she could be, you could be joking. Look, you could joke all you want because she know I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody ruined in my life. I'm in a great space. I'm chilling. And the last thing I need is to be in Hawaii with some woman that I don't know. Yeah. Just ruining my life forever. And you know what? That's one of the things that I shoot for, James. Like you are the standard bear in my book when it comes to things like that, because you've overcome challenges and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm not trying to be single forever. So, you know, I can only hope that one day I can get on the level that you and um, your lady got. Um, so, and, and, and I commend you for that, man. I appreciate it. You, you, but you're going to have to lead it. You got to stop being pretty Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> They can't. Hey, they can't see me on the video. <laughs> they love me. They love me. You heard the podcast. They love. <laughs> I can't, man. Hey, like, you I, know what? We, I'm gonna it, keep it real with you. There's, there's a young lady out there who, who I've been kicking it with, man. But I'm not rushing into nothing, man. Because it's one thing I've always I always tell people, bro, is that once you're alone, it's addicting. It's addicting, man. Like the fact that I can come home and it's just quiet, with yeah. the exception of my kids being here. Like when the kids are here, it's <laughs> chaos, which I enjoy because I like chaos too. But the fact I come home, man, and I don't have to have my phone on vibrate or silent, have to worry about who's calling you at this time when it's really just a soldier or some of that. Not have to worry about any type of craziness, man. Like it's, it's so addicting. And not only that, I enjoy it, man. Like, it's like, I don't want this to change. I can't, I'll give you a perfect example. It was one chick I was talking to and stuff just went left. You know what the greatest weapon I had, James? (laughs) I'm scared to ask, but what was it? The ability to leave. (laughs) (laughs) The ability to freaking leave, James. I was not the fact that I was sitting there. I was like, I ain't got to do with this, and I left. Yeah. <laughs> that is a I powerful left. feeling, I must admit. And I That'd left, be man, because no ties, no nothing. It's like, man, pump this, man. I'm out. I'm out, and never look back. So that's why I was just like, it's good. I'm good with that. Now, granted, if something if something happens where it's a serious situation, and I'm willing to open up to that situation then yeah but i don't see that happening i see that happening like five years maybe 10 years from now i can definitely understand because the most power i have right now is to go in the basement and relax (laughs) (laughs) hey pour your little alcoholic beverage if that oh you don't drink but you said it right non-alcoholic which would be some water or juice or something and just relax. Work on your podcast. I know you don't play video games. Like that's another entire different conversation. But yeah, man, you can wind down in your in your man cave. Yeah, but it's good. But it's but it, there's benefits because it does make you. Uh, one thing marriage does make you do is communicate. Like I've gotten really good at that. Well, I think I've gotten really good at it. But 
My opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, listen, it's certain things. You can say you're great at communication all you want. If I go upstairs and ask my wife, and she like, uh, nah, you need to work on that some more and some yeah, more yeah. and some more. So, you know, that's just how it goes, man. But you said maybe five more years? I'm just, I can't do it, James. I can't. Like, you thought Pretty Ricky in D.C. was bad? <laughs> I, like, I, can, I really can't even explain it, man. Like, it's like I really, and maybe that's something I need to work on. Because I really have, I'm really salty. Not because of <clears throat> my ex or anything, but it's just, I'm, I'm sitting out here and I'm looking at the dating culture, man. And it's just like. I, I don't I'm not feeling the majority of these women out here because of the way they're acting and which is like really, really privileged. And they're taking advantage of a lot of dudes out here, like dudes are spend their ends meet, man, on a chick and take them out on a date just because they like them, man. Like it is crazy to me. And I can't I'm so focused right now on certain things like for one, my kids and some stuff that I got on the side. And it's just like, why would I jeopardize that? Because you feel like you want to go eat at freaking um, hooligans or whatever. So you want to do wine, uh, wine and dine or whatever, instead of me cooking for you here at the house. And I'm and I'm the one cooking. Well, well, I'll say this. Please don't become that bitter, man. Oh, man. Don't be. (laughs) Don't be not looking at a young Kevin Samuel, my brother. Oh God! <laughs> this is more serious than I thought. This is gonna take a lot of therapy. <laughs> Look, whenever the day Kevin Samuels come up, it's like, uh oh, that's a that's a triggering guy right there. Man. I I like him, man. I like him a lot. <laughs> oh God, we gonna have to edit this like, shit out, man. <laughs> I like him a lot, man. I like him. A lot. I feel a lot of things he's saying. I'll say I'll say this about him. This is what I'll say. I agree with a lot of what he says. Here's where, here's where this is, again, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think things start to go left when he starts arguing with women. Yeah. Because right. I'm that, because it's like it, it starts, the, the argument starts to lose, his, his perspective starts to lose his steam. If you ever just listen to, well, I'm sure you have, because when when it's just him because i've seen the show so when it's just him and before he gets to talking with the women he's laying out good points good yeah. perspective a lot it makes a lot of sense but man as soon as that woman hit the screen shit just go left <laughs> talk you don't over talk me don't do this don't do that i'm like what the we fuck are not doing happened? that on my show <laughs> huh he be cracking me up. He be like, "We are not doing that on my show." And then he'll play Reveille and salute. <laughs> I'm like, man, what happened, man? This was going so well, and then he just he just took it in a different direction. But I don't know, man. I I um um see my my whole thing is always, man. How can you be a fan of him but not oh, be man. a fan of Dirk Jackson? Because they're one and the same. Darren Jackson. Dirk Jackson. Who's that? The one in the same. Dirk Jackson is 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 basically <clears throat> he's the version of Kevin Samuels, but he speaks to women. 
I can't believe that you trust me. You've seen Derek Jackson. If you if you got you're on social media, you see him. You may not know who he is. Yeah. But excuse me, I haven't seen him because he he got caught up cheating or something. So I haven't seen him too much lately. He's still around, but I haven't. Oh, I think I do know you're talking about the guy that was sitting on the couch with his chick. Yeah. Oh, that guy? <laughs> that guy. Yep, that guy. That's his fault. Let's <laughs> call it everybody fuck boy. <clears throat> Like you see, that's the problem. You men don't do this. Like uh, I know you're talking about. Yep, I know you're talking about. That's just and see that. And see, I'm my whole thing with him and Kevin Samuels because it's like both of them are just. It's like we have this thing in the black community where you know everybody feels like their opinion needs to be validated. Yeah. So Kevin Samuels is validating the man. <laughs> Dirk Jackson and. A couple others validate what women say. So instead of you know having real dialogue, real conversations, it's just always one trying to prove the other one wrong. So yeah, they're just trying to prove a point. Yeah, and I think for me, it's not just it's not just women. It's just humans, man. Like I kind of sometimes feel like <laughs> like I just kind of feel like I'm like not from this planet. <laughs> probably not it's just it's just some of the things i just see man like i, I don't know i was talking to one of the people at church man i was like because i've been in a period of separation where like i just really been laying low just working on myself and stuff like that and just like having everything around me just you know just observing everything around me and it's just like a, a lot of people that i've poured into you know i just don't get that back which i don't understand so i'm like questioning that um and again, it's not just women. It's like I've done a lot for a lot of people. And it's like people in general are just just inconsiderate, man. Like they're inconsiderate, they're disrespectful, and they feel privileged. And I just look at people like, how? Like, how, how can you feel that way? Like it, it just doesn't you know, you know what I you know what I've I've started to come to the realization of as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. You you may not be people may not be able to give you what you give now like the amount of love and effort you give people some people just may not be capable of returning that back to you so you have to you have to decide if that person is even worth that much effort worth that much because i because i I, i'll use this as an example right i'm i'm usually the first one to always reach out to my friends yeah. Not saying I'm always the first one, but I'm usually the first one. So if I had the mindset of, well, you know, you could, it's a two-way street. You could call me, blah, blah, blah. Then there's a chance that our friendship may die. So all I ever require of my friends is when I reach out to them, they're happy to hear from me. They're receptive. And we just have a good conversation. And to me, it doesn't matter who reached out first. Like long as I reach out and, and you like, oh man, what's up, Lamp? It's good to tell you from you. We talked for a while and it was a good conversation. That's all I need. Now, if I reach out to you and A, you don't reply, you never respond. And then when I do call you, it's A, let me hit you back. You know, it's nothing there, then cool. I just have to leave that where it is. So that's you, that's how I look at it. And I absolutely agree with you. And what my problem is is that. I need to find a way to not take that personal. So that, so when you say I'm bitter, it's not just bitter with women, it's bitter with just human life. 
Because <laughs> well, humans been, can't drain you. <laughs> it's been too, and guess what? I'm about to be in that profession for life for with counseling. But I have no attachments to them to, to those people. But <laughs> but it's just like there's a lot of people this year, bro. And this has been 2020 was a difficult year for me because of the whole stuff I was going over with the divorce and the unknown. This year, I kind of felt like it was like a rebuilding phase type thing or whatever. But at the same time, as I was rebuilding myself, I'm still out here helping rebuild other people. So it was like, there's a lot of people who've reached out to me about their marriage, spouses cheating on them, like all types of stuff, man. I'm giving my advice or whatever, stuff like that. Then a month later I'll come and I'll hit them up and I'm like, yo, like, what's up? I need some, um, what's the example? I need some advice on this or whatever that, that may be, but they never have time. Yeah. So me, I take that personal. Cause like you, the same chick who was complaining about her husband and doing X, Y, and Z and sending me naked pictures talking <laughs> about, Oh, would you like this? And just down in the third, but now you're going to act like I don't exist. I, I take that personal. Okay, so let me 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 ask you this because I'm I'm interested to know have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Is that a person that you would want to take advice from? Well, no. So what I would say is that I sometimes do well most of the time because I'm petty. I'll do stuff purposely. <laughs> so <laughs> just to see if that person will pour back into me if I need if I needed their help. So for example, if I can call you, I can call you, James. And you're going to give me some advice, whether it's actually you're going to give me something that if it's something I don't want to hear or if it's the truth or whatever it may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Yep. But. I guess what I was trying to do with that was see if the same people that I would help in return are trying to say help um, for the most part, if they were return a favor. And if when they didn't, I'll feel some type of way. So then but again, point, I'm like, reason, the reason I say you got to be careful with that is because you don't want everybody pouring into you either. Yeah. So that's why I say you got to be careful, you know, with, with that, because you may you you may be in a position to pour into them. But what they pouring into you might be. Uh, I hate to use the word, but I can't find a better one. It's toxic because I'm so sick of that word. but that may be that may be all they could give you and rather than give you something that's you know toxic or you can't use or it's going to be harmful they just don't give you anything so sometimes you just gotta appreciate the fact that they didn't give you nothing yeah and that's one thing i gotta i guess let go which i really am that's one thing i'm gonna start doing you know the whole new year new me 2022 (laughs) (laughs) but you cut people off in 2022 you said what (laughs) you cut people off in 2022 yeah i am actually (laughs) just don't make a post about it that's all don't make a post i did you missed it but (laughs) look how god works (laughs) you missed i posted i was like hey if i poured it to you I was like, if I poured into you, I was like one of them drunk basic chicks. If I poured into you this year, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't get that return. You have an expiration date. I was in my feelings, James. Yeah. Well, get out your feelings, man. I was in my feelings. That's not a way to operate, man. But but yeah, man. I mean, that's just what I got to do moving forward, though, man. Cause it's like I wasted a lot of time with people. And with people who probably just didn't deserve it, because I'm starting to realize that maybe people just want attention. 
So with me being the quote unquote good guy and always (laughs) having my door open, I've become a monster. Oh man. Well look, man. We don't want you to be this monster of a guy. We want you to be old Ricky Kennedy. Nah, it's got me nowhere, James. So uh, (laughs) you're laughing. I'm being dead serious. Like being the nice guy got me nowhere. Nah, it's you know what? The whole nice guy thing to me is overrated. Come with something. See, I knew you're gonna say something right because it is. It's like I what what is a nice guy, man? It's not, bro. It's not overrated. Yes, it is because okay. <clears throat> now I'll say this, and this is going this going to sound terrible to say, but you do have to be a jerk sometimes, right? You do. I not all the time. No, not all the time. But I would say I don't know the number. I don't know the percentage, but you 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 can't be the person that everybody knows that. They can just say whatever, do whatever to you. So I, I never, I've never considered myself a nice guy. Others may say I'm a nice guy, and that's great. But I never walk around saying I'm a nice because that nice guy stuff just comes off. It cut like the more you say it, the more you come off as like a victim. Yeah, like that. Woe is me. But I'm such a nice guy. Why are women doing this to me? Shut the fuck up. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. get a hold of yourself. So, nah, that's why I that's why the whole nice guy thing is just like it turns you into a victim. That's literally what it does. So it's like there's no need in looking at yourself that way. Just you know, go out here and live your life. And if somebody thinks you're nice, they'll treat you as such. So I guess I'm I'm speaking from a hmm a chivalrous kind of way, if that makes sense. It could okay. I could kind of see where you're coming from. Like I I will say this. Like most of the this is what I'll tell you, James. And this is I'm pretty sure a lot of guys out here who are single can correlate to this right now, especially now in the dating scene. 50 percent. <clears throat> I'm gonna say 50 50, not 50%. But so I've tried the whole nice guy approach, opening doors, opening, you know, car doors, cooking for chicks and stuff like that, being chivalrous, you know, going on dates, paying for the dates and stuff like that, whatever. And it literally has got me nowhere, right? And I'm gonna say that maybe with, I'm not gonna say nowhere as far as you know, I'm trying to marry somebody or whatever, but it's like been, they've always taken advantage of that. And it really isn't no, hey, if I text you, I get a text like, six hours later and i always tell people this you are not elon musk baby girl there's no <laughs> in the world that you're busy all the time and i can tell you right now for the most part not just women but human beings in general always have their phone especially now yeah. so yeah, for you, you to text me like six to eight hours later i got a problem with that am i in my feelings maybe i don't care call me drake but <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is so funny james I started being a complete dick. I started not doing those nice guy, good guy things. <clears throat> I started not opening doors. I started talking to females a certain kind of way. And guess what? I've gotten, it's crazy the amount how, 
the amount of females like that stuff. Quality though, what kind of quality are you getting? Ah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Come on, looking for come on, man. You know you can't. So you know you can't come at me with no bullshit. And just think I'm just going suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I will say that the quantity has increased. I don't know about quality because I'm not in the right mind. I'm not. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for nothing serious. If it comes, it comes. I got it. But what I'm saying is that from compared to with me being the nice guy, being the a-hole or the bad guy, why is it that women are more attracted to that than what they are would be some when a dude being shivers? Uh, I, so, OK, I don't I've never subscribed to that theory. I don't because everything is about what you've experienced and I've never now have I dealt with a lot of women? No, I haven't dealt with a lot. Yeah, but I you will never convince me that being you know being polite, being respectful is a is is not going to get you far because it got me far. So I I got a really good woman being yeah. nice and I can't say open the car doors and all that because I wasn't doing all that, <laughs> but I would hold the door, you know, do the polite things. But you just have like I think. I think you just have to be a good, you have to be a good person. It's not about being nice or being an asshole, none of that. It's about being a good person to the right person. Like there's women who, there's women who don't respect that. But then you have to, you have to look at their background. How do you respect something that you, you don't, you don't understand? You don't like, you don't, you don't, you've never recognized yeah, because you got to look at like how some people have grown up, man. Like some people have literally only grown up in despair and drama. Facts. You always hit uh, facts, man. I hate that. What's that? I said I hate you. You always hitting people with true facts. I hate that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and look, man. I don't, look, I told you I don't want to give you the bullshit now. You know, and that's not who I am. But seriously, it's like. You, I, but all these things I had to understand as I've gotten older, like we we expect we expect so much out of people, right? And when you look at their backgrounds and you look at their histories, there's been none of that. Yeah. <laughs> there's been no 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 good man showing these women, you know, how a man is supposed to treat you, you know, what to expect from a man. If she's if she. If she's had, if she's seen deadbeats all her life, her father wasn't around, her uncles ain't shit. Yeah. What do you what do you expect of her to, to think of a man? Here you come, you being nice, you paying for dates. It's new to her. She doesn't really know how to accept it. Now, you're right. Sometimes, sometimes they'll smarten up and be like, hey, wait a minute, this is different and I like it. So they'll adjust. And then you got some who they just can't, they can't adjust because it's just too much drama, too much pain. And it goes both ways. It's like men have ran into really good women. And ruined them. And ruined them. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's, 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 that's why I, I always, that's why I'm so frustrated with all these relationships and men versus women. Like it's, it's a literal civil war going on, men versus women. Everybody's trying to prove their right. And it's like, 
man, just look at your background. Look at people, how people grew up. And yeah. you want this man, you want this woman to be this great wife. Uh, she grew up with a single mom. Her mom's never been married. Yeah. How does she know how to be a wife? You want this right. man to be a great husband. <clears throat> grew up with no father, no uncles, no male leadership. But somehow, some way, he's magically supposed to be this great husband. Come on, man. Like, we, What sense do that make? But these are the things that we're not taking into account. Like, we're not being patient with each other. Like, it's a very good word. Yeah. We, we got to, we got to. spit out bars right now. Bars. Hey, man. I try. <laughs> I try to, I try to import some knowledge into you, youngsters. <laughs> I can tell you right now, this, this youngster's being hard headed because it's going to be Creep Squad. <laughs> creep squad but but you know what seriously <laughs> all jokes aside you 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 in a different space right now because you was married yeah and um you're going you like you're not ready to, to do that again yeah you're right so you just gotta give yourself time i mean and i'm giving no, myself plenty of time my brother now i'm so not saying go out here and lose your goddamn mind oh but, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't doing that per se but <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny, man? It was <laughs> so I got this whole thing, man. It's like I'm on. I call this. I call this year the year of my, the Curry year, the Steph Curry year. Like shooters got to shoot, man. So whenever I feel like I need to shoot my shot, I'm gonna shoot it. And then <laughs> it was a chick that came to my AO, man. Beautiful girl, beautiful girl, and um. I was like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? How you doing? And, you know, we just vibing and stuff like that, whatever. And I was like, yo, let me go ahead and take you out for um, some coffee. Let's, let's do some coffee. Let's go downstairs, get some coffee. You feel me? Go downstairs, get some coffee. Everything cool. Whatever. It's that. They're asked for a number. Um, and she was like, no, I'll get my number out like that and blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right, cool. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here, you know, I'm still, still shooting my shop, still, still trying to get in or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And this is about maybe two weeks in, right? So then my boy does it. And then again, this is me being petty. I told him, I was like, yo, ask for her number, bro. <laughs> he was like, all right, bet, 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 bet. And he and she she gives it to him like within a week, right? So me, I was like, I turned savage mode, right? So she came <laughs> up there one day to do to do something. And I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> she was looked. She looked, she was like, damn, what the heck is wrong with you? I was like, get the fuck out of here, Sarge. I was like, you're not welcome here no more. I was being like a complete a-hole. <laughs> bro, bro, the next day I go to my desk, her number's right there. She was, was like, scared. I got, I got you. I got you. You said it was. She was scared. <laughs> <laughs> you said I scared her? I scared her to give my... <laughs> so she gave me her number, bro. And was like, hey, what's up? You know, let's chat it up real quick. Um, meet me at Subway and I got you for lunch. And I'm like, man, I had to be a freaking a-hole for you to give me a number. Like, that's crazy. Well, but see, I no, see what you, you're saying, though. But I see what you're saying, though. I see, you see, I could tell you another way you messed up. <clears throat> what? See, you went in there with the Steph Curry mindset. Your boy went in there with the Mamba mentality. <laughs> <laughs> he went in there, no holes barred. Oh, what's up? How you doing? Let me get your number. <laughs> <laughs> no dates, no nothing. Come on, man. You can't you can't use you can't use Steph Curry as a shooter. You gotta go with the black mom, but baby. Hey, greatest shooter of all time, man. Listen. You gotta shoot. 
Look, you ain't going in there to Black Mamba. Don't go. Because <laughs> we just see Steph Curry get get scared to shoot. Hey, you ain't lying, especially finally in the playoffs. Hit, Championship hit. time. <laughs> Keep my man go four for twenty six. Terrifying. Oh Got to go in there like Kobe, brother. Yep, and guess what? It's been working so far. <laughs> going oh, in you, like oh, Kobe. you got rid of Steph Curry, huh? You got rid of Steph Curry. Yep. Mamba mentality, huh? Uh, more of a Tim Duncan t- uh, mentality, man. Oh God. Real Tim savage. Duncan. Quiet. Uh, <laughs> Quiet. Don't even say too much. Fill out the survey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Tim, <laughs> Duncan. Tim Duncan mentality. Not even gonna get you a follow on Instagram. What you talking hey, you ain't about? Lying, you ain't lying. That's a true statement. Hey, you know what? Before we wrap it up, man, I got to give you a minute to talk about your podcast. Like, we we'll, we'll get you the idea to start it. You want to talk about? I mean, I guess. I guess yeah, if you, you got, you got me to do a plug, you got to plug, plug the podcast before we before we end it. Oh man, it really don't matter. I mean, this is your podcast, my brother. But you know, shout out to my boy Jay Lamp, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Um, but you know, the powers to be called marriage wouldn't allow me to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> finally, when I got, you know, that was all wrapped up, you know, he's the one who really motivated me to do a podcast. Um, he was like, just press record and start talking, man. I mean, and I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're the one who really, really got me there. And I'm not going to say it's been successful. I mean, I only look at the numbers. I mean, the, well, I guess you call stats or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of plays and stuff like that. I'm nowhere near you uh, interviewing famous people and stuff. But I really appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, podcast is called Dose of Dopeness Podcast. Um, link is on my IG. IG is uh, Rick Next Door underscore. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, I got the podcast. I got a lot of things I got going on, you know, I'm working on, working on doing a little photography and videography business that's coming out next um, next year. Um, yeah, man. Called Cloud Nine Visions. Wow. Let me, let, me give, let me give you this advice before we end because <laughs> I had to tell myself this. The numbers, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> I'm a step away from telling you don't even look at them because the numbers can really fool you. Like, yeah. what you have to focus on. Cause I'm, I'm telling you straight up now, I'm not going to be the one lie to you. Yeah, man, I listen to every episode. No, I listen to, I think I listen to about three or four. And your podcast is really good. And I'm not telling you that because you're on here. Yeah. I'm I, telling you that because I genuinely <laughs> like it. Like I, I, I really like your podcast. The episodes yeah. I've listened to, they're really good. So don't focus on who's the amount of listens. Just focus on making sure you put out some great content. Yeah. So that's my advice. And also before I end it, man, let me tell you, I'm proud of you, man. I remember meeting you as a E force specialist, yeah. <laughs> running down, running down CDD, acting the damn fool <laughs> on every shift. The only soldier on every shift. Yeah, man, you I, you know what they that was crazy. They would give you the worst shifts, and you would come down there smiling, happy, <laughs> and motivated. Hey, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> It was Man. almost like they was trying to break your spirit. He was like, they oh. was, bro. They was, <laughs> especially what, what was old buddy's name, man? The chief. Oh man, I don't know. 
I forgot all he, them jokes. Bro, he was trying to break me, man. Like, <laughs> man, he was like, there's no way this guy is like this, like, for real. But you're right, man. I mean, he covered that joint like two or three o'clock smiling. I'm like, man, what the hell this dude smiling about? Man? <laughs> and you know me, I didn't care about working on no other holidays, no nothing. As long as I got Valentine's Day off. Look, they'll be like, they'll be like, everybody else got uh four or five cocks. Caddy, you got nine. <laughs> yep, smiling. Hey, follow me. I'm more, hey, like, that's wait, more what? time for me out on the floor talking to these females, baby. Look, I ain't want to say that, but <laughs> I said you used to come back. Got me another one. Got me another. <laughs> hey, as I'm dragging three carts. <laughs> I'm like, what well, is this? Is like, I'm like, man, this is like Alicia the wild beast into the wilderness, just a blood trail. <laughs> Follow the drip. Follow the drip. <laughs> but nah, man, I really am though, man, just to see the soldiers you grow into, the leader, man, it's been really good seeing you. Plus, man, let me let you know before we end this, man, I love you and I really appreciate the friendship we've had, man, over the last, what, 12? No, not 12. We met in 2012, right? You get 11. the break. 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did get the 2011, yeah? yeah 2011. Late 2011. But, yeah, man, it's been an honor, man, just being your friend, just being a brother, and just, you know, you get being supportive of me and all my goals and the things I've discussed with you, man. So I really appreciate it. Hey, man, the feeling is mutual. Love you. Love the family. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm telling you, man, you, you hot out here, man. You hot. <laughs> you hot. <laughs> And I keep hearing, like, hey man, you heard Jay Lanza? Yes, I, I've listened to it. So, man, hey, <laughs> hey man, you doing your thing, man? Podcast, you know, great family, man. I mean, you're just a good dude in general, man. So, I just want everybody to understand that this is a rare breed right here, a rare breed, last of a dying breed at that. You're a good <laughs> dude, man. I appreciate you, man. Everything, like you have no idea, man. Like those conversations we had when I was going through my things, man. You, you have no idea how much that helped me. So I really appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, appreciate you too. And, be, and make sure you tell the people again how they can follow you in your podcast. Man, fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> <Just try. laughs> yeah, you can find my podcast, man. Um, Dose of Dopeness podcast. It's on Spotify, um, SoundCloud. Man, I don't even know, bro. Like, I, I just download SoundCloud and I just freaking let the whole thing go to all these other platforms. But if you really want to find my podcast, go to my IG Rick Nextdoor underscore and it has my link over there in my description. Just go ahead and click the uh, link that and it'll take you to all my um, platforms that my uh, podcast is on. And then, and James, it will soon be on Apple Podcasts because I'm going to go get an iPhone, okay? <gasps> Look at how God works. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah, because, man, these great messages is just, ah. Uh. But anyway, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversation with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.